Hello and welcome to Morning Fuel. I am your host, John Bundy, and you are here because you believe in the power of the spoken word and its ability to change lives, and that by sharing our stories, we can help others to overcome challenges that they cannot overcome on their own. Whether it's a victory you need to win in business or in your own personal life, you understand that the answers can be found in listening to others who are willing to share their stories, knowing that their story ultimately doesn't belong to them. All right, today's guest, having a genuine love of helping others to succeed, shifted his career from the banking industry to offering stellar communication solutions to local small business owners. When asked what his favorite thing about what he does is, he said that what he does now is so different from anything he has done before, and he feels like he is at the ground level working at it. One of the methods he uses for keeping productive is challenging himself to be better each day and setting goals for himself. Advice that he offers others aspiring to succeed in business is never think you, ha you know everything. Always be open to learn more. One interesting thing that he wants others to know about him is he doesn't like to put people in boxes. He likes them to create their own box. Please extend a warm Morning Fuel podcast welcome to York County Chamber of Commerce Treasurer, Ambassador with Retail Alliance, Business Development Manager for Cloud9 VOIP, and all-round stellar guy, I'm honored to call him friend, Sean Cronin. Man, I wish I get that welcome at my house sometimes. <laughs> we, we can go ahead and turn it into a, a, a greeting for your phone or <laughs> That's something awesome. like that. Yeah, man. So cool. So welcome to the last episode of season two. I told you, man, I don't know why you have me last, man, because I think the ratings might go down now. <laughs> Just oh, a little man, bit. <laughs> save the best for last. Actually, you know, I don't know how the ratings are, man. So there you, know, you go. Whatever. We'll see what happens. Maybe we'll just attract a new clientele. There you go. Always thinking ahead. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, um, yeah. So thinking ahead and, and just getting everything, just kind of sliding into home plate last minute today. Uh, you've had a long day today. Uh, yeah, it will be a 13 hour day after, right. after I get done today, after Good. I'm done here prosperous day. And then I have to get up at like probably 6am in the morning. <laughs> okay. All right. I got you beat. I got you beat. I'm up at four. Well, that will be my Thursday and Friday when I, um, I help my nephew get to work. And okay. so I have to get up at like three o'clock in the morning gotcha, to get him gotcha. to work. <laughs> cool. So, so tell me a little bit about your day today. Um, well, um, retail Alliance, they wanted me, I did a ride along with them today and it was really, I liked it a lot because I went to an area I've never been before, which is Smithfield. I used to work there a long time ago for another job and it's, grown up so much out there so it was amazing to get out there and just meet people there's so many genuine business owners out there that are doing it the right way so it was it was astounding going to different places and seeing them and seeing what they were doing and how through pandemic everything and that was one of the key talking points they were talking about the pandemic and how they survived it and their three, four years in business now. And, you know, some people even started right before pandemic and they're still open. So the community out there is really strong. And that is a lot because I really do believe if everyone in the community is strong, then like as far as a small business, I used to tell this when I was at the bank at um, Wells Fargo, I would tell people, I don't care if you do business with me. I just want you successful because if you're successful and everyone in the community is successful, I'll be successful. And it's one of those, 
they look at you sometimes and go, what? What did you just say? And I'm like, no, I'm for real. I don't care. If I give you the advice and it's not even going with me, going back to your other bank or doing something else, I don't care as long as you're successful because if you breed success in our area, then everybody else will be. Absolutely. Now, now uh, for Retail Alliance, is Smithfield new territory? No. Or? Okay. Now, you're, you're an ambassador yes. with Retail Alliance, and, and is that a fairly new role? Yes. I've only been an ambassador for about two months. Um, I got asked to be an ambassador because of my background of being almost 10 years in the financial industry. But at the same time, I work um, a part-time job at retail business. So I've done that for six years. So I've been at right. the mall. And then on top of that, I help with business development. So it was all around. It was kind of funny because the first meeting I went to for the ambassadors, they go around the room and they say, you know, talk, introduce yourself. Right. So, you know, I go, my name is Sean Cronin, of course. And then I go, you know, I've been on the, um, I'm on board director for the Chamber of Commerce for almost eight years. I'm the current treasurer. I've um, been in banking financial industry for 10 years. I've done and said something else. And then the guy beside me goes, I have to follow that. And I was like, dude, it's not yeah. that. It's, it's well, just, you, you have fun. I yeah, mean, you, and that's you what seem the thing. to have fun I said, with whatever role you're in. So. And I said, I said, um, and it made me laugh. I said, no, I just, I have a lot of time on my hands because I don't have kids. <laughs> right, right. So, so um, in a nutshell, what, what, is, what is the Retail Alliance for those who don't know? Retail Alliance is probably one of the best organizations I have seen. They are ambassadors um, for small business, retail business. They are also advocates. So they are ones who are, you know, they go to Richmond to go to the government of the state and be like, represent small business, small business issues. They go, I, they talk about helping businesses with grants, trying to figure out how to nav- navigate the grant process to education, to shared resources of getting other businesses to support other businesses. It's one of those, it's almost like a chamber just for retail business. And it's one of those powerful organizations I really didn't know, and I think it's been around since 1903, that I didn't know what they exactly did. Uh, But knowing more what they do and what – if I was a retail business, and we're in it, my company's in it. But if I was a storefront business, I would want to be in that organization knowing there are people who are trying to support, promote anything you can, podcasts, Facebook bot everything they can to make a business successful and give you the tools to be successful, to come in and coach and develop you. They have programs where you are like first time business owner. How do you do it? Stuff like that. So it's one of those amazing organizations that I don't think a lot of people know about, but it's once you do, and that's why they made me an ambassador because I like going to businesses and not just talking about what I do. First thing I start asking questions and like I've referred people to you from it because I start asking them like, how's your social media? How is your web pro- like your website stuff like? And the first thing is like, oh, it's not exist. Oh, I need help. Oh my goodness, I don't. So there's a list of stuff I start asking about: is how you marketing yourself, how you're operating yourself, how you treating your employees, or what, or how how is it with your employee staff? And then I finally get to what I do right. <laughs> at the yeah. end of it. But and it's a great way you've you've went in there offering value to people. Mm-hmm. They don't even know you. And by the end of the conversation, they want to do business with you. Now, you know, talking about Retail Alliance, man, a great organization, mm. um, uh, been in business for a long time. But they also have 
rock stars working there. Oh, yeah. I mean, Beth Cook. <laughs> That's who I was with know, today. <laughs> so it's just, you know, it's just amazing. It, you know, when you when you fall in love with the people that work, mm-hmm. you know, for a business, you're going to do business with mm-hmm. that with that place, with that And business. they have a new VP. Um, Jenny is a VP. And she... Jenny Crittenden. Yep. Yeah. She, and she, she is, was with uh, Gloucester. Yep. And I have met with her a couple times, and she is... Her knowledge and her support of the organization... And her guidance has mm-hmm. been another I, another amazing lady, yeah, another rock so star. Right? Crazy, yeah. Really, really get, people that really care mm-hmm. about small businesses, and that's where the chamber comes in too. Doing the same thing for York yeah. County Chamber, I'm probably one of the oldest still member, not meaning age, longest, but longest center longest. serving person on the board. And I think York County Chamber is different than any other chamber because it goes back to the core basic things I said, if everyone's successful, we'll all be successful. Right. I feel like a lot of chambers, they look at the like big clients and everything else. The York County Chamber is all about small business and home-based businesses and putting together ac- programs, activities to support the home-based business and make them successful knowing that's the backbone of the county. Right. Because the majority of the businesses in York County are home-based businesses. So making sure that you start from the ground level supports everything else the county does. And finding an organization that will help somebody that's running a clothing store out of their house online, needing help. How do you do it? We put a mentorship program to you so you can find out how to run your business, get chamber help. It's it's phenomenal. And you're treated the same way as you're a corporate sponsor partner and doing everything like that. Now, you're involved with both of these organizations. Mm-hmm. Because you love people, you love small businesses. It shows. I mean, when you're out there, you think about people. You th- you think about me when you're out there. When when you're asking, uh, you know, potential clients who may not even you know uh, work with you, mm-hmm. but you're referring them to others. Yeah. And the networking that you do appreciated. Uh, let me ask you this. So you you had said that that you don't you don't put people in boxes. Yeah. You let them put themselves in their own box. Yep. Explain that to me a little bit. So what do I you think, mean by that? I think a lot of times when you do sales or anything like that, you so I had a manager tell me once about sale. He goes, you know, the goal is to get the person at the end of the corridor. And that's your sale. And then there will be always doors going down the hallway. And the door will be excuses. So they try to exit the conversation one way or the other. So you want to close them doors to get them to your sale. I feel like you're boxing somebody in. So you have a preset mindset of this is how it should be. This is what they need and do this. But everyone is different. Every single business is different. When I say the person needs to build their own box, it's what their success is and whether their pain points are. Some people are right away, I am great at social media. I know how to do this, 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 and this. I don't need any of this help or this, this, and this. They're like, but I need help with this. It could be different than person B. And so you really have to talk to a person to find out what their pain points are and what's going to help them. And you can't predetermine that pain point because what you have might not help them at all because they're totally fine with what they're doing. So I feel like a lot of people in sales put people in boxes to fit their own narrative. And I feel like you have to listen and hear what they're telling you so you can build the box that's going to help them. And that's what I meant. Got you. So sort of, designing the box for that person Mm -hmm. as you're listening to them and listening to their Mm -hmm. pain points and all that stuff. Very cool. So um, we met uh, 
back in 2019. <laughs> I remember this. 2019. and um, I had just uh, started. I was in training at the bank. <laughs> yeah. The, a new one, though. It, yeah. you, you'd been in banking, though. Yeah. So you were, you were, you were in training. You were my first week at the bank is when right. I met you. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. So now the the bank that you were working for, which one was it? I was working at I left Wells Fargo, and I had an opportunity to go to BB&T. And How long were you at Wells Fargo? Almost six and a half years. Okay. All right. And what happened was when I left Wells Fargo, um, I had to offer, like, this came up with BB&T, and the job description was 85% of your time, you're outside the office, you're working with small businesses and businesses directly as a manager. So you're out of your office, you're directly with businesses, pounding the pavement, you're going, bringing banking to the business. I was, like, ecstatic. I was like, this is perfectly right. for me. That's so right I, applied, alley. I applied for the job. And my manager at Wells Fargo, I remember to this day, she's like, let me find something out because I was very open communication. I was like, look, this is what's going on. I don't know. So she was in a loop. And so she called me and she said, I, I re researched it, exactly what they're telling you it is. This job is perfect for you. Like you're going to. I cannot argue this. This isn't something because this is your passion. I will tell you you're rehirable. <laughs> When I left, she's like, That's great. and so, and then I left and I started in my first week, um, Melissa Jeffries was my mentor and I went to the chamber event and I was brand new and I was like with things and I was still on the board with the, on uh, the board of directors. So I went to the chamber event and met you. That's where we met. That's and right. And you're like, you're the only bank here. I'll, I want to sign with you. And I was like, okay, do you want to come to your place? He goes, well, I, I think you're, you had another full-time job at that point. I did. So I you had to meet at, at like 7 a.m. in the morning. Right. And so I was like, I will meet you at 7 a.m. at your business. <laughs> and you're like, what? Right, right, right. <laughs> so I remember Very that cool. Friday, it was like Friday morning, I showed up with paperwork. I was like, let's yep. figure this out. That's right. I left my house at 6. I was like, let's go. But that was what I enjoyed. It was like the most awesome thing to me because I met you on your terms. It wasn't your on mine. Right. And I'm supporting you rather than you support me. Right. Now, um, how long were you with BB&T before the, the merger, the dreaded merger? <laughs> um, I was, it was announced in 2019. COVID hit, and it extended it. Okay. And then at that point, it just got extended, and it really was a lot – I remember um, it was about three years. It was I was about to hit my three-year mark. This was BB&T SunTrust coming together yeah, to become Truist. Truist right? And I was going to be with them. It would have been three years. So March of this year would have been three years, end of March. So this opportunity came, and it was back to being out in market, helping businesses and connecting people. And once well, the, again— the position you're in now, <laughs> it, was, it was like made for you. So. Yeah, well, well, the thing was, the funny part was I called— once again, I talked to my manager. Manita was amazing. She, we, we talked, and I walked her through every step. I was like, this is what's going on. I was not planning on this. This just showed up. She goes, and then um, the regional president came down from Richmond to talk to me, and she goes, Sean, this is a perfect position for you. You know, blah, blah, blah. We had that conversation. They said, just think about it, you know. So I thought about some more, talked to my wife, and – Took a leap of faith, and once again, you're rehirable. <laughs> it was right away. They were like, yeah. if it doesn't work out, even the regional president, if it doesn't work out in six months, you can come back. <laughs> so, and my boss and my old boss and me, are, we, we at least talk once a week still. Very cool. So we, me and her talk, 
and we communicate and you know i don't burn i don't like burning bridges i'm like because once again you don't know who you can help or who needs help or you need help so you always got to do it the right way and she told me i think the thing that stuck with me the most is like you did this the right way you let me know every step of the way and you work two and a half weeks you get i gave two and a half week notice and she's like i'm really excited for you this job is perfect for you for what you're doing because you being in the community and connecting people and it wasn't even sales that's the thing that's sticking out to me no one said sales it's like you connecting people to each other is what you're good at and and that's what you need to do so i was like right well when you when you do that and when you live in in something that you're good at mm. the sales just happen yeah it's you like know, organic and the way that you approach it you know you approach it in how can I how can I assist you and mm. and and you hear somebody's need that you can't even meet but you know somebody you've made so many connections mm. that you can connect them with somebody else they they already trust you before you even talk to them about what you're doing because you've been helping them from the moment you stepped in there and it's 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 weird being in a company where I mean I loved banking because I felt like I helped people but you're only good as your current month. Like, it's always like, what do you have in your pipeline? What are you doing? So no matter what bank you work at, it's all the same. It's you have the Monday call saying, you know, how many loans are you going to get this week? How many applications you're going to do? Blah, 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 blah. And it feels like it's a numbers game and you're chasing it. Right. And I'm I'm with Cloud9 now. And I think what took me back, and I've told a few of my friends this, is um, the owner of the company, he called me. We, We were on a call. And he just asked me, are you happy? And I'm like, with my job <laughs> and he goes no have we made a difference are you happy in your life because if we haven't we need to rethink what we're doing and it's like when the owner calls you has that conversation you're right. kind of like did i just have this conversation so sure and then like today um my manager i checked in with him and he's like man you're burning the candle really hard i need you to take a half a day tomorrow you need to take half day off he's like you're doing great you're doing amazing just and I know you you're you push yourself. He's like, I want you after you're done with your appointment in the morning, just take a take a half day. Nice. And so when you're with a team that's you're looking out for other people, but somebody's looking out for you. And knowing, hey, you might need this and you don't have to ask. I think that's a huge thing. And working for a company like that is weird to me. I'm not used to that. Because right. most people are like, Oh, you keep going. <laughs> so it's just human nature. Sure, sure. Well, hey, man, before I ask my last question Uh-oh. of We're, you, um, how, do, how do people um, contact you? What's the best way? Um, Sean at getcloud9.com. Yes, I didn't think it was iCloud. No, it's getcloud. Yeah, get cloud that's the thing. I'm just – There you go. Yeah, I wish you we could it. redo that this whole be, section. No, that's okay. We're not going to redo it. This is the way it is. And and it'll just be something for your um, for your boss to laugh at you. Yeah. Anyway, here's uh, an opportunity, myself. <laughs> oh, man, come on. No, no worries, man. Gonna no worries. I flub all the time. <laughs> I flub just about every um, every intro. I have to still have to read the intro. I know it by heart, but I get yeah. nervous before the episode. And it was nothing to worry about, man. Uh, but you know, before before I ask my last question, I did that mm. already. But I want to I want to ask one okay. more thing. I want to give you an opportunity to plug what you do because we talked about the chamber, mm-hmm. we talked about retail alliance, mm-hmm. but we didn't even really talk about what you do. So I I tell people the easiest way we're alternative to Cox Verizon. Charter, if you're in, I found that out in today in um, Smithfield, Smithfield, and and Comcast in Richmond, we're alternative to their communications. So 
we are a, t- a communication people. We help you with your phone systems for your business. And we do managed systems for Wi-Fi. So if they're having, if somebody's having trouble with their Wi-Fi at their business, it's just not working right. It's not set up right. You know, you're paying IT people all the time to come out and fix it. We'll come in, manage your Wi-Fi service, set it, set you up with the most up-to-date phones. And then the other part is we help you grow your business through communication. I think pan- I go back to pandemic. The pandemic taught us so much that we have to be flexible that it's no longer you're in an office 24 seven, but working remotely or anything like that. So when that happens, um, that people are now not feeling well, everything like that, can they work from home and still have that communication? Right. Right. So it's a cloud based phone system and how it works is the phone is like a computer. It's no longer like a phone you plug into a rail phone jack. It plugs into ethernet cord for um, data. So there is one business we have where they've set up tubs in their in their like stock room and it has everything to work from home. So if anything happens again, people can unplug their phone, they can work off Wi-Fi, put the phone and everything they need in a, in a tote, take it home, hook it up to their Wi-Fi their house and if the phone number rings to that extension it'll ring at their house. Gotcha. Okay. So it's also, texting capability from businesses. So it's proven that a majority of people nowadays, um, for the age range between 18 to 30, which your daughter probably can – she's almost there, but she can relate. Right. they rather text than talk. So the businesses can actually communicate through text from the business lines and gotcha. receive text. So like I was in Smithfield Day, and one sign said – if this is something that you could text me, you need to text me, not call me. Right. And the business actually has a sign for it. Gotcha. <laughs> so we set up that type of communication for them. And then there's just so many more options they have sure. from getting voice messages to email to everything else that we can program. But it's all a la carte. So we're not giving you a whole, This goes back to the notion, we're not building you a box. You build the box yourself. You tell us what you need. Right. Most, so if anybody needs mm. assistance with their Wi-Fi and their mm. business, mm. phones, they should mm. call you. Well, and that's the thing. At least talk to me and have that conversation because a lot of people, a majority of businesses now, corporate businesses and businesses, are going to our type of phone system, which is right. VoIP, is voice over internet protocol. Gotcha. And so, but the problem with most companies, they give you a package with everything in it. You don't need everything sometimes. Sure. You might. So you can do custom for. for yes. And okay. that's why I say we're a la carte almost. So cu- customers are not paying for some services that they're not even using. Exactly. Okay. And that's, gotcha. that's the biggest thing is that some people are like, I don't want texting. Okay. You don't have to pay for it. You don't gotcha. need it. That's great. Or okay. I don't even need phones. We can do everything from soft phones, which they can do everything. They can make phone calls from computers to tablets to have an app on their cell phone so that way they can use their cell phone and when it's making a call out it calls from the business number not their personal number still okay because if you forward your phones from cox even if you make a phone call out it's showing up as your personal number and not the business number because they're being forwarded and call outs don't right but we do the app that makes it simple cool well hey man uh so then that leads me to this and the last question is so sean cronin uh, uh, what do you need right now? What, what is it you need for to do business better? I think th- if I had to say one thing, it would be just opportunity to meet more people. I know I meet a lot of people and I talk to a lot of people, but I think some people, when I talk to them, 
and this is something I'm working on for myself. I get, I, I start getting like, okay, you're open to change because change is scary. And I think a lot of people are doing it the same exact way they've done for 20 years. And when you hear them talking, you're like, there's so, there's some things that can be made so much easier for you to way you run your business and being open to hear about it. And I think business owners, I go to the point that business owners know exactly what they do with their product. So you have somebody who makes, I always say widgets, like the fictional thing. Like sure. I make widgets. I know what the widget does. I know how to make it. I know what it's good for, blah, blah, blah. But their back office or their operations on making the widget sometimes is something they just can't grasp or it's something they're not, not everyone's great at everything. Sure. And so for business owners, I would love just to talk to you, say what is out there because technology is changing. And we had to pivot so much during the pandemic that I'm thinking about the company I work for and the services we provide, how they would have helped so many business owners sure. to transition to working from home or transitioning to be more mobile or transitioning to be a solution base that could get them over that hump of what they were dealing with and not thinking of like, it's technology, I'm not used to it, but that's why you have somebody come in to have that conversation and right. be like, how will this benefit you? And if it doesn't, it doesn't. That's one thing. But having the conversation, that's why I'm looking at more is people not assuming that it's apples to apples as far as I got a phone system through Cox or Verizon. This is a phone system through you. We're different because of what we're one of the only voice over internet protocol carriers that will actually actively monitor your or have your Wi-Fi monitored and contact the internet provider for you so it takes it off your plate. Example, we had a client the other day who they had an outage in Tuano and they called me. I was calling our Andy and our IT division, and he was already making the call to Cox and being right. like, hey, Before you have an outage. Customer. What's going on? Right. It, but it was a simple outage. It was back up in five minutes. But having that somebody so they don't have to sit there and try to figure out who they call. And since we are a company working with another company, we go higher on the call listings than regular. Cool. Sometimes that frees them up to do everything and try to figure out what they can do when we're working on it for them. Fantastic. All right. Well, if you have problems with your Wi-Fi, if you have problems with your business <laughs> phones, call Sean Cronin. Or problems with just want to pain points and how to try to figure out anything I might help. <laughs> Wonderful. Sean, awesome, man. Again, honored to be able to call you mm -hmm. a friend. And uh, I'm excited to see what happens and how the business grows and, uh, and, and what – I don't know what your next gig is. Uh, drink beer. <laughs> and, and drink beer? Yeah. When's the next? Oh, block, block party at Gather Thursday. So well, from, I can't because it's oh, outside, man. man. With my medical, I can't do Come it. Come on, dude. It's going to be in the evening. I, I'm going to die. It's going to be in the 70s. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, we'll try and get you there. Cold, cold beer on me? <laughs> definitely. We can definitely do that. All right. Cool, man. Brother, I appreciate you, man. And okay. you have a great night. You do the same. All right.